0: Just head to slipper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGP and group, and Slipper will automatically match your first deposit of to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP, and make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast. On the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, up on the northeast coast of sunny England today. It's been beautiful, actually. I uh, had a lovely time. Um, today is Tuesday, the 7th of June, uh, and we are here to handicap the games in MLB for Wednesday, June the 8th. And with me tonight uh, is the MLB Gambling Podcast OG. Uh, and everything else at the sports gambling podcast network. Uh, Moonaf Manji, Moonaf. Good evening, sir. How are you? Good
1: evening, Malcolm. How's it going, man? Uh, Wednesday games already. These just, just these days are flying by. It's it's getting crazy, but uh, glad to be here with you. Digging some more games. Hopefully, we can put out some more winners for our listeners.
0: Yeah, the the season just seems to so accelerate a little bit over the last yeah. um, couple of weeks. I don't know if it's the the lack of alternative sports. Uh, to get stuck into the soccer finished over here. It was the Champions League final and stuff, and then obviously the NBA's thinned out a bit. Uh, but there just has been a little more focus uh, on the baseball. Some um, uh, shenanigans as well. There's been another uh, manager fired. We lost Girardi last week at Philly, uh, and this evening we have lost the LA Angels manager, moon Do you want to tell us a little bit about that before we uh, get stuck into the games?
1: Yeah, just making sure none of our names are Joe, right? Because we might get fired if, if our names are starting <laughs> with Joe. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Um, are we surprised to see this? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. I, I think that, you know, we talked a lot about the Angels going back to last season, how they needed, um, you know, pitching. They, they picked up Thor, uh, Noah Syndergaard in their rotation. And I, I just think that it, the firing more led to the questionable of some of the decisions that, Joe Madden was making throughout the season. I think the biggest one, the biggest blunder really is, is the decision that he made to walk Corey Seager when they were playing playing the Texas Rangers earlier this year. And now, I think at, at for a lot of people, I think that day maybe would have signified getting Joe Madden fired. But when you're in the midst, of a twelve-game losing streak, um, it's not very good, especially with the talent that this roster does have. Right, Malcolm with Otani and Trout and uh, Anthony Rendon and and Taylor Ward. I know he just moved over to the IL with a hamstring injury, but this team was doing very well. I mean, they were what twenty-seven and fifteen, I believe, around that mark. They had the eighth best eighth best record uh, in MLB i just kind of feel like it's kind of the tony la russa conversation that you and i were having last season is that some of the decisions that you know some of these older managers make are it's not in tune with you know what the game is today with young players so it'll be interesting to see i think now phil nevin i think the bench coach takes over as the um the inter manager for the los angeles angels and now you know we'll see what happens you know we saw that Joe Girardi got fired from the Phillies and it lit a kind of spark under the Phillies team where they it, it coincidentally played the angels and then they swept them. They put up a whole bunch of runs. Is that going to, is this is going to, is this going to be a point for the angels where they turned it around here and they, you know, get some runs on the board here tonight. And then, you know, win a couple games to kind of get out of this winning streak or sorry, losing streak, because they do have a tough schedule coming up. They still have Red Sox for three more games. They have the Mets coming to town and then they have they they have a two game set against their crosstown rivals and the Dodgers. So um I'm not really surprised by it. But you know, we haven't really seen you know mid season or this firings of this um at this point of a season where they usually wait maybe towards the end of the season or really in the off season. But um not really surprised about the firing there, Malcolm.
0: Yeah, it is It is unusual to get mid-season firings. Uh, we're used to them in soccer a lot, but uh, Girardi was a surprise. Uh, and this uh, the same, the Angels were going along really well and kind of, when they got off to that hot start, we were like, eventually the Angels have put it together because we've been talking about it for years. Mm. Um, and they have got, on paper, one of the most explosive lineups yeah. um, in MLB. And I like that Madden was... Able to let Otari go, uh, they just let him go, they let him run. There was no real problem with that. And um, they had the same issue with, I think it was Michael Lorenzen, who's a uh, who's a switch hitter, um, a, a bit of a swing man, sorry, who can, who can pitch and uh, and bat. And, and they were gonna let him go as well. And he seemed to be making some correct decisions, but something's wrong with that team. We don't know what it is. Patrick Sandoval's struggling, uh, Mike Trout's been on an unprecedented, um. Hit the streak for him. He got up to 25 at the latest. I don't know where he is um, uh, last night. But, yeah, something's amiss. miss. And they, I think they had to act pretty quick because the season was kind of in danger of fizzing Now, you can't really wait another 20 or 30 days. Although it's a long season, they were just start to fall far enough um, behind. Um, how far behind Houston are they now? Eight and a half games. Yeah. You wait another 30 days and they're 12, 13 games back. That's it, you're toast-like. And I think Seattle will come uh with a little bit of a run. I've I've uh I quite like Seattle to uh, to regress back to to their mean. And they're they're getting uh, they're seven and three in their last ten. They're heading back towards five hundred. So yeah, unusual. Uh, but yeah, we'll see if it does light the like the bit of a fire under them. Um because Philly kind of responded. You do like I say, you get a new manager bounce uh in soccer, certainly. So we'll have to see if if these Angels play us can respond to it. So yeah, interesting stuff. Um, We have a full slate of games uh, for tomorrow, Wednesday, 8th of June. Um, Let's get kicked off with the lunchtime game. The early game is 1235 Eastern first pitch, and it's the the Detroit Tigers and the Pittsburgh Pirates. This is Alex Fajedo for the Tigers and Mitch Keller for Pittsburgh. Um, the lines are, if you give me one sec, I'll just have to refresh my page
1: here. Uh, here, I got it for you, real quick. You got them in front um, of you. Read the yeah. lines the yeah, album. Uh, Tigers are even money and Pirates minus 120. Over under is set at eight. Juice towards the under at minus 115 on the under. And then run line minus one and a half plus 165 for the Pirates and plus one and a half minus 195 for the uh, Detroit Tigers there, Malcolm.
0: Okay, thank you very much. I have caught up now. My page is uh, loaded up. Fair. Fe- is one and two. Uh, 309 ERA, six games started, 32 innings, 21 Ks, and a 131 whip. Keller is two and five. A 577 ERA started eight games, pitched 43 and two thirds, with 37 Ks and a 156 whip. Um, Fado settled down really nicely. Um, he's given up two walks and two earned runs in every start. He's very consistent. You kind of know what you're going to get. Um, he's only pitched 11 innings uh, of those 32 that he has pitched on the road but he's been fine so far tiny sample but no real issues with him so uh, no red flags there the red flags in this game um, all come with Mitch Keller um, his earned runs in the last three games have actually been okay so if you look at the bare stats um, you think you might have been going along okay um, but his whip hasn't um, which for me is a great uh, a great big red flag Um yeah. I thought Detroit were a huge price here. Um even money. Mhm. Uh, I thought it was a really really juicy price. Um Tigers I mean the the two poor teams frankly. Um but I do think Detroit are a little bit better uh, than Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh are just going to be very handicapped um by by Mitch Keller. So uh, to talk to even money for me Moonup I thought it was great. What uh, what do you reckon?
1: Yeah. I mean, you mentioned it, right? Um, Detroit starter, Alex Vaino has, he's kind of settled in, right? The numbers are pretty good across the board, even on the, you know, you mentioned that he's only pitched 11 innings on the road, but 2.45 ERA, 1.18 whip on the road. Uh, I agree again, Mitch Keller at home just hasn't been that great. And frankly, all season long, the one concern I do have about the Tigers is their lack of scoring, um, on the on the road uh even over the last three games we're only averaging 1.33 runs per contest but um i like the pitching matchup here for alex and the tigers i agree with you with about the money line here
0: yeah the yeah the the tigers road record is kind of the issue would be that would be the thing that puts you off 6 and 18 on the road uh but yeah the mitch keller could just be the medicine that they need to put that right tomorrow um a 2-10 Eastern first pitch is the Toronto Blue Jays at the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi, uh, left-handed pitcher, goes for Toronto. And Brady Singer goes for Kansas City. Uh, the lines are, Toronto are minus 140 favourites. Uh, KC plus 120. And the overall under is set at 8.5. Um, Yusei Kikuchi, 2-2 uh, two two with a 391. ERA uh, so far for this season. He started 10 games, has pitched 46 innings with 50 Ks and a 137 whip. Um, Kikuchi, he's been underwhelming still for me. Uh, four earned runs last time against Minnesota and four and two thirds. Gave up a lot of hits actually. Uh, seven hits against Minnesota and nine hits before that against the LA Angels. The start before that, he didn't give up that many hits. That's because he was walking everyone. He, he walked three batters. Um, that day, so yeah, underwhelming. Um, from Kikuchi Brady Singer is two and one, uh, with a 4.15 ERA. He started uh, four games, has appeared in seven total, pitched 30 in a third with 30 K's and a whip of 109. Um, both pitchers look vulnerable to me here. Yeah? Uh, mm. obviously, Toronto have got that lineup that I have uh been waking up we've mentioned that over the last few nights uh the bats are starting to look a bit livelier for toronto so i thought the eight and a half was a perfectly fair over uh, with both sides contributing here uh so i'm happy to take the over uh eight and a half which is uh minus 110 munaf
1: yeah you're right about you know these two pitchers kind of have kind of been uh shaky so far or uh, at least over the past couple starts especially uh kikuchi right Last start against uh, Minnesota, he went um, four and two-thirds, gave up four earned runs, three home runs in that game. He gave up against the Minnesota Twins at home. And then Brady Singer, his last start, he just got absolutely roughed up by the Houston Astros in six innings. He gave up seven earned runs, also gave up three home runs in that span as well. So I agree about your overplay here. Um, you know, Brady, Brady Singer uh, was going around pretty well um, prior to his uh, last start against the Astros. Um I don't want to take Kikuchi on the road. I, I agree about your play out the over here. I know we have an agreement over the first two games here, but um, these two pitchers are trending in the wrong direction. And especially, like you mentioned, the Blue Jays bats have awakened. And even, you know, in the first game against the Royals, they put up eight runs uh, in that game. And I think that continues against Brady Singer. So I agree with you about the over.
0: Uh, next up, 640 Eastern first pitch, the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Cincinnati Reds. Merrill Kelly goes for Arizona, and Mike Miner draws the start for Cincy. Uh, The D-backs are even money uh, on the money line. The Cincinnati Reds are minus 120. The total is set at nine. Uh, Munaf Kelly against Miner. What are you telling me?
1: Yeah, Merrill Kelly, 3.66 ERA overall, 1.39 whip um you know the numbers at home are really good for a barrel kelly but on the road is where he gets into some trouble he has a 5.04 era on the road uh the whip is at 1.4 on the road um you know looking more at his uh game log here what he's kind of done over his last couple starts here he's allowed at least three earned runs in f- uh, four of the last five starts three of those starts did come on the road his last start was against the pirates where he did allow two. got into some trouble Against the Dodgers, but again, who doesn't with that uh, lineup that they do have over there? But um, and I think this might be a game where we, we do see runs. Mike Miner got his first start last uh, week against the Washington Nationals where he did give up five earned runs in that game over four innings pitched, three home runs also allowed uh, of the six hits that he did allow to the Washington Nationals. So uh, I think that Mike Miner probably continues to struggle here. I, I think, again, Merrill Kelly's uh, struggles on the road will continue here. I am going to lean towards the diamondbacks here on the money line, but I do like the over in this game. I'll also probably look at the first five innings, uh, over in this game as well. I know those lines aren't posted yet, but, um, I think that these, you know, both these pitchers are susceptible to giving up runs early and often. So, uh, first five over and I'll lean with the diamondbacks, uh, on the money line as well.
0: Um, I came down exactly the opposite side of this. Enough, I thought it was going to be a bit of a, a bit of a bum fight in terms of the offenses. Um, I thought Miner, who hopefully had shook off the rust um, with getting his first start under his belt last week. Um, so I was hoping for a decent start from him uh, and Kelly going along okay. Um, I watched, I think this game, it was this game last night, Hunter Green um, mm-hmm. pitched for Cincy. Um, Arizona never looked like scoring a run. Like Their offense is, is struggling. Yeah. Um, they were... Earlier in the season, the, the average was low, but their, their batting average with runners in scoring position was really, really high, and that couldn't sustain. And it just seemed to be dropping off. And I thought they could have played till midnight and not scored a run the other day. Um, So even uh, with Miner being slightly rusty, I just thought that uh, this could just bumble along, being a fairly low-scoring team between two um, less-than-inspiring offences. So I was happy to take the other side of that off. I'd say the under eight and a half. Um. Next up we have the Seattle Mariners at the Houston Astros. Uh, Logan Gilbert goes for Seattle and Jose Akidi goes for Houston uh, who are the minus 150 favourites. The Astros on the money line. Seattle plus 130 with a total of eight and a half. Um, Now this is a pitching change from earlier on when I handicapped this game. I handicapped um, Marco Gonzalez um, against Akidi so I will Quickly call an audible. Uh, Logan Gilbert is five and two. He has a ERA of two twenty-two. Uh, started eleven games. Has pitched sixty-five innings with sixty-seven Ks in a one three whip. He's gone along really nicely. One earned run in his last thirteen innings pitched. Um, that was at Texas, and he pitched against Houston on the twenty-eighth uh, two starts ago, where he went scoreless. Uh, No walks as well. Gave up four hits on seven earned runs against this Houston Astros um, offence. Erkidi going for Houston 5-2 with a 476 ERA. 51 innings pitched, 40 Ks and a 151 whip. Um, Erkidi struggled at Seattle. uh, Same game, the 28th of May. So These two uh, pitchers were on the opposite sides uh, that day. Um, He's had two uh seven inning starts no um, oh, sorry that I'm back, back on Gonzalez again there yeah so Ukidi uh, struggled at Seattle uh 28th of May gave up 12 hits and five earned runs um over four and two thirds um this was tight for me again uh has got a 147 home ERA. um however um I mean Seattle won last night uh I put them down as my dog uh, for the game Tuesday night, which would start in a few hours. They so were plus two ten, not as fancy a price here, um, but I think Gilbert can keep them in this game. And I think uh, I'm going to take Seattle as a dog again. Um, they got to work easy a couple of starts ago, so why can't they get to him again? Seattle are plus one thirty is um, an underdog for me, Munaf.
1: Why, why do you constantly keep on picking on my teams? Like you, you're, you picked the angels yesterday. You picked the Mariners yesterday. You're picking the Mariners again today. What, what, is there a personal vendetta you have against me? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I understand the numbers behind Logan Gilbert, right? Um, you know, looking at it overall, he, he's done a fantastic job. Uh, no matter where he's pitching, right? And if you kind of take a look at the numbers, like you just mentioned, a 1.96 ERA on the road, a whip below one, or has struggled on the road, but his numbers are pretty solid at home 1.15 ERA, I believe. Uh, sorry, 1.47, but the you know, the whip is a little high at 1.15 for an ERA that's at 1.1 1.47. But with all that being said, you know, Astros are one of those teams that that. Are are an under team at especially at home, and I know the game went over yesterday with 11 runs uh, between um, who was I forgot who was pitching yesterday? Was it Christian Javier and oh, uh, Robbie Ray. Ray? Yeah, you're right. Um, and I think this might be a game where we'll see you know runs maybe at a premium with these two quality pitchers on the mound. Uh, Arcadia he's always been solid at home for the Astros. There's no question about that. Um, I'll I'll lean with the Mariners as well uh, with you. I'll take the under. I like the under better in this game as well. Um, but um, I, I don't hate your pick on the Mariners here. It makes a lot of sense, especially with Logan Gilbert on the mound there for the uh, Mariners.
0: Yeah. It looks like there's a bit of needle in this series as well, which uh, I think it'll keep it close. There's a bit of bad blood between the two teams. Um, yeah. It was the most pathetic uh, clearing of benches last night um, where no one had any interest in fighting at all, but they all just stood and postured around for 45 seconds, uh, which was a bit much. Uh, Six forties and first pitch is the Washington Nationals at the Miami Marlins. Um, Jojo Gray goes for Washington and Sandy Alcantara goes for Miami. Now, I've got no lines whatsoever for this, Moon. Have you got a line on this game at all? The, the pictures have been uh, out for ages, so I don't know uh, why the books are reluctant to put a line up.
1: Uh, let's see here. Let me refresh. Maybe they've posted a line by the time we've been recording here. This is uh, Marlins and the Nationals. The Nationals. No, I don't see a line yet, Malcolm. We can just kind of talk through the pitchers if you want. Yeah.
0: Um, Gray, JoJo um, Gray, six and four, four seventy-one ERA, pitched fifty-seven and a third, sixty-three Ks, and a one thirty-one WHIP. Uh, Alcantara, six and two. Uh, 181 ERA, 74 and two thirds pitched, 71 punches, and uh, a whip of 0.98. Um, I like Josiah Gray. Um, he's given up one earned run just over his last two starts. He's pretty much uh, the only bright spot on the Washington uh, pitching staff at the moment. Um, Sandy Alcantara has been absolutely different gravy. Um, Miami have picked up the win in the last three games, uh, which he's gone to the mound over those three starts he's pitched 24 innings he's had a seven and eight and a nine um and given up one earned run um i haven't had handicapped alcantara for a few weeks he just mustn't have landed on my nights um it'll be interesting to see if we could find a line for him to be for a Cy young because i think i put him up um at the start of the season for si young um but i hadn't realized just how good he'd been until i came to handicap him uh, for this evening's game um yeah, so Alcantara being a stud, uh, great being a pitcher that I like. And two, um, again, relatively underwhelming. I'm using that word a lot tonight. Offenses. I thought this was an under. Obviously, I can't give a strong name because I don't know what the number is. Um, I thought it might be eight, but since I've looked at Alcantara's numbers, uh, they might post this even a, a seven and a half, maybe, meaning a little bit skinny. But if there is an eight around, uh, I would take under that. But apart from that, not much to say without any lines, Moon. I thought you think.
1: Yeah, Alcantara right now see uh, Cy Young 6-1. to one. He's the second favorite behind, I believe it's Corbin Burns uh, of the Milwaukee Brewers. But, yeah, you're right about the under here, Malcolm. I mean, uh, Alcantara's numbers speak for themselves. 1.64 ERA at home, 0.91 whip. Uh, Cy Gray, he's got into trouble at Nationals Park, but on the road he's been absolutely solid for this team. 2.22 ERA, a whip also below one. Um, love the under in this game it's just going to depend on what the number comes out for or what the line is going to be for the Marlins, because again, I don't want to, I'm not going to fade Alcantara at home. He's been really good um, for, for the Marlins. Uh, So yeah, give me the under with you here. And I like the Marlins in this game as well. Okay. um, If you want some six to
0: one Sandy Alcantara, there's no better place to do it than the title sponsor of the MLB Gambon podcast. Win bet. Um, where you can still avail yourself of the bet $50 to win $200 promotion, uh, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Um, Also, if you bet $500 or more uh, on sports or casino before July 31st, um, you can get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience. At the Encore Beach Club, included a two-night at win resorts for you and your entire league, multiple entries allowed. You can also party with DJ Diesel, who I believe is uh, a fella called Shaquille O'Neal, Moonaf. Uh, if you didn't know. Um, All users can bet um $100 on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize draw to intend a DJ Diesel, brackets Shaquille O'Neal, performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as meet... Uh, meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. Um, loads to choose from. All you have to do is download the winbet app or visit www.nnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700 705 Eastern. First pitch is the Chicago Cubs at the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Marcus Stroman gets to start for the Cubs. And Jordan Lyles is on the hill for Baltimore. Uh, The Cubs are your slight favorite, minus 125. Baltimore plus 105. The total is set at eight and a half. And Moonaf has this entirely under control. Cubs at
1: Orioles. Yeah, Marcus Stroman on the mound, like you mentioned, for the Cubbies. Uh, Jordan Lyles on the mound for the Orioles. Strowman, um, he's having a pretty eh, okay season. I think that he's really struggled at home for the Cubs. But on the road so far, Malcolm, he has a 2.79 ERA with a whip below one. Jordan Lyles, he's kind of been herky jerky. He's been solid at home as well. To, uh, or in his home start, I'm sorry, um, uh, for the Baltimore Orioles. 2.93 ERA, a whip of 1.37. Um you know kind of looking at their most recent start between or you know their recent logs for both of these pitchers. I'll start here with uh, Marcus stroman he his last start was against the St. Louis Cardinals where he got roughed up uh, four innings. he gave up nine earned runs so that was uh St. Louis Cardinals three home runs. he did have seven strikeouts. but again, like I mentioned, he's been really good on the road so far. he did get into trouble early in the year against the Colorado Rockies. I mean, I'm not gonna to push too much stock into that again because it is Coors field and it's a pre or it's you know a hitter's paradise. But over his last four road starts, he's given up a combined, I believe, four earned runs for uh the Chicago Cubs. I think my this might be a game where he comes out and pitches well for the Baltimore, sorry, for the Chicago Cubs. And then on the other side, like I mentioned with Jordan Lyles, um, three and four so far this season, four point five zero ERA. His last start, he got hit up a little bit in five innings. He did allow four earned runs to the Seattle Mariners. He's allowed at least three earned runs, uh, Malcolm, in about four out of the last five starts um, for the Baltimore Orioles. So, um I, I, lean, I think I'm going to go with the Cubbies here again. Um, I, I kind of like how Marcus Stroman has been playing really well on the road are pitching well on the road for this cubbies team um the numbers are really backing it up where he's only allowed four earned runs over his last four uh, road starts recently jordan Lyles has been struggling like i mentioned that kind of just points me towards taking the cubbies here uh, in this game so i'll take marcus stroman um with the minus 125 line here in this game
0: um first of all can
1: i ask you about herky jerky herky jerky yeah (laughs) what What do you want to know Perky jerky, that- like um, <laughs> how do I tell you so you understand? Like, is it your equivalent of bits and bobs? Yeah, there you go. There you go. perfect.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, I saw um, what, what I saw something called bits and bobs last week. It was a shop. Uh, you know they often got these stupid puns for names. Yeah, um, and I thought it was a bakery or something. Um, but it made me laugh out loud um, when I saw bits and bobs plastered across the shop in 10 foot high letters like, there's one day last week. Um, okay, I'm going to use that in a sentence tomorrow. Um, you picked out the, um, pretty much the important information on this game, which was yeah. that, uh, Strowman's road ERA. Um, that nine run start really does inflate his ERA in total, uh, but his, his road ERA, um, he's pitched 29 innings on the road as well.
1: And, mm-hmm.
0: um, which has been about two-thirds of the innings he's pitched in total. So, yeah, he's got a decent body of work on the road. Uh, and Jordan Lyles has been okay as well, uh, which led me to think this would be a relatively low-scoring game. I thought I love that eight-and-a-half number. Um, that extra half a run uh, was more than enough for me to take the under here um, at minus 110. Uh, next is the St. Louis Cardinals at the Tampa Bay Rays. Um We believe it's Johan Oviedo going for the Cards. Um, I've still got TBD uh, on quite a few of my sites. You've pointed me in the direction of Oviedo. um, And Corey Kluber is going for the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, As a result of this, we have no lines um, whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, I can try and tell you a little bit about um, Oviedo. Um, I've got Corey Kluber handicapped. Um, I've had Corey Kluber actually for the last three or four of his starts um he's been um on my on my handicap list there uh, Kluber um where's me page there he is oh hang on yeah two and two 373 era uh started 10 games has pitched 50 and two-thirds with 46 strikeouts and a 113 whip which tells you he's been going okay um I've been loving what club has been doing, actually, in his last uh, two starts. He's pitched 12 innings, no walks, uh, just the two earned runs. He's got a 260 home ERA as well, so home comforts for him. Um, Oviedo has only started one um, game so far this season. Um, that was last week at the Chicago Cubs, where he went five innings, uh, gave up three earned runs on eight hits and three walks. Uh, so a little bit rusty. Um, Oviedo, um, yeah, he's, he's kind of filling in for, for Miles Mickness. They expected Mickness to be back, and he's not back yet, so Oviedo's going to get a spot start here. Um, no lines, not an awful lot else I can tell you, other than um, I do, I've been following Kluber, and he's been going okay. But without any lines and much info on Oviedo, I'll, uh, I'll happily swerve this one. Uh, Moon, after any pearls of wisdom on this, or uh, is it a swerve as well?
1: Yeah, Swerve sort of as well. I mean, you mentioned it. Kluber has been doing well at home. 2.60 ERA, uh, whip below one. Uh, if I had to lean, I'd probably go with the uh, Tampa Bay Rays in this game. But without a line, it's kind of really hard to say because Aviedo hasn't been great on the road, either 5.4 ERA, 2.2 whip on the uh, on the road. Lean towards a, a raise here. But again, don't know what it is without the line there, Malcolm. Our 7-10
0: Eastern first pitch, the Texas Rangers at the Cleveland Guardians. Dane Dunning is on the hill for texas and shane bieber gets a start for cleveland uh cleveland are the favorites at minus 150 texas a plus 130 dog the total is set at seven and a half moving off texas at cleveland
1: yeah shane bieber on the mound like you mentioned for the guardians here Um trying to pull up the numbers because another website is telling me something else but let me start with uh, with Dunning here. One in three so far this season with a four point one one ERA uh, on the road so far this season for Dunning four point nine one ERA with the WHIP of one point six eight. Twenty five and two thirds innings pitch. He's zero and two on the road so far this season. His last start was against the Mariners, where he had a solid outing. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs allowed. Only did have seven strikeouts in that game as well. Um, and his ERA, he got inflated against the Angels back on May 24, where they roughed him up for five uh, earned runs. Uh, but since then, it's, it's kind of been on a downward trend. He's He's been looking pretty good for the Texas Rangers. But again, uh, he's gotten into trouble on the road. Uh, Shane Bieber on the other end for the uh, Guardians. Again, their ace pitcher. He is so far this season 3-3 three and three with a 3.12 ERA um it's crazy to see that he's one and two at home so far this year malcolm with a 5.51 era 16 and a third innings pitched at home he has allowed 10 earned runs overall and that span a 277 opponent batting average um most of his work has actually come on the road right uh, compare that to where he's pitched 44 and a third innings um on the road so far his last home start was all the way back on may 22nd against the uh detroit tigers where he did go seven innings and two runs run allowed i'm trying to see how he's done historically against uh the texas rangers here give me one second if i can see i can pull that up here um he did have one start this was all the way back in 2019 so not much relevance there he did go six innings in that game two runs um, I think this might be a spot where Shane Beaver can bounce back here, uh, Malcolm. I know Dunning has been going well, but um, I think it's a spot for him to come back home for Shane Beaver. ace on the mound, I think he can, you know, uh, get his form back against these Texas Rangers. So I'll lean here with the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Um, I'm pretty sure that it'll probably be a big price, like you mentioned, at minus 150. If it was around minus one forty or something south of that, I would take a look at it. But um, if I gun to my head, I would go with the Guardians here, Malcolm.
0: Um, I managed to take a seven earlier on on the total, uh, which was too low. That's moved out to seven and a half, but it still hasn't really put me off. And uh, been going fairly deep into games. Um, two of his last three starts have been seven innings. He's given up two earned runs in that time. So look, if um, if Texas can take a couple of runs off him, I thought Cleveland could score some runs here. We've been talked. we've talked all week about um how well Ramirez is going. Owen oh, Miller's another batter who's been going quite well. And then they've got they've got some bits and bumps players, actually. They've got um Ahmed Mazzario, uh Andras Stephen Kwan. They've got a lot of sort of pace and speed, they can manufacture runs. Um so I thought the seven and uh, the seven was certainly too low. Um, no real problem with the seven and a half. I could say this may be going something like six to three. Uh, I think Cleveland get a few runs. Bieber can give up maybe two. Um, His last three starts have been two against Detroit and one against Baltimore. I think Texas is just slightly um, more adventurous in offence than those two sides. Um, So I was happy to take a little risk here uh, and go for a few runs scored, and I will take the over. Um, I will also tell you about um, one of our top sponsors on the MLB Gambling Podcast, Sleeper, the fantasy football app that I'm sure you use for most of your leagues. I've got a load of mine on there. Um, It really is. um, It's the best app by a mile uh, for your fantasy football. But Sleeper have added um, a new little facet to it. Now, you can make a few quid. You can make some money uh, by playing their overall under game. It's dead easy. Uh, Choose your sport. Choose your players. Choose your props, hits in baseball, points in basketball, or etc., uh, and then you decide what you want to stake in the contest. And you can win uh, from two times to 20 times the money that you put in uh, just by being correct. Um, the chat feature is really good, a uh, really exciting feature. You can get in there with all your mates, um, have some smack talk in there. You can pick your friend's picks. Uh, you can copy them across. So if someone's going really well, uh, you can copy your friend's picks over. Uh, so download the sleeper app to play their new overall under game. Um, make some money have fun with your friends uh, and if you use the code sleeper.com slash SGP MLB sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 that's sleeper.com slash SGP MLB terms and conditions apply see sleeper's terms of use for details next is a 7.20 eastern first pitch between the Oakland Athletics and the Atlanta Braves um I have an unfamiliar name on the hill for Oakland. It is Jared Koenig uh, It's going for Oakland. Um, Ian Anderson gets to start for the Braves. Uh, the lines are Bosh, Oakland or oh, 190. Uh, Atlanta a prohibitive um, favourite at minus 235. Uh, the total is set at 8.5. Um, Koenig uh moon off you know much about this fella
1: no it looks like he's making his big de- uh big league uh debut uh on wednesday uh coming up obviously from their minor leagues there um looking at his box scores and his game log from uh his minor league starts he's been pretty solid for them uh he's four and two in his last um 60 days a uh, era of 2.21 a uh, whip of 1.02 and he hasn't allowed more than uh three earned runs in about, I think it's about nine total starts in the minor leagues. So uh looks like a promising player for this uh, Oth- Oakland uh, athletics team. I believe he's a triple a guy from their Las Vegas affiliate. I think it's the aviators, if I'm not mistaken for the um, Oakland A's, but uh, definitely excited for him uh, to make his start uh, for the Oakland A's. But uh like you mentioned for the Atlanta Braves, it's going to be Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson, four and three so far this season with a four point seven zero ERA, a whip of one point four. He struggled over his last four five starts. He's given up at least three earned runs in four out of the last five starts. He's allowed four earned runs in uh, at least four earned runs in three straight starts, which uh, two were against Miami and one was against Colorado. Uh, looking at his home numbers, not very good so far this season, Malcolm. He has a 6.75 ERA with a WHIP of 1.71. Uh, hasn't recorded a win at home. The strikeout rates are per nine innings is uh, significantly lower at home. The walks are a lot higher at home. Uh, for whatever reason, he's struggling at home. And I think that you know we talked about this with the Consig, uh, Malcolm. That when you have these new pitchers that are coming up, it kind of gives the advantage to that new pitcher and that new team because again. A lot of teams or most teams don't have any film on that young pitcher to pick up, you know, his mechanics and, and see what he can throw and the different type of pitches that he has. So I'm going to go with the Oakland A's here. I think that this gives him a little advantage, especially with the struggles that Anderson has at home. Um, I think this might be a spot where the Oakland A's can steal a game here from the Braves.
0: Okay, so the big dog for enough, uh Biggest dog of the night, I think. That plus 190 on the slate. Um, now you've talk kind of talks me out of my pick here well i picked a really lazy pick um once slate uh, we do this every night i think it was toronto last night um we have the nightly boring uh run line pick which is um you just get a really chalky favorite and you can't see anything else but them winning on the run line so that's kind of how i handicap this one um without really realizing the the woes of ian anderson at home that you've just talked me through so um yeah, dude. I either give the pick out, Moon, or I, I, I defer to your better judgment. And do you know what? I'm going to leave it as a as a no bet because, like I say, I was, it was a, it was a lazy pick on my behalf. Uh, so I will vicariously cheer on your Oakland Athletics pick uh, and not give, give. I'll give out a no bet for this one uh, from me. Uh, Seven four Eastern is the New York Yankees at the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Nasty Nesta Cortez uh, goes for the Yankees and Chris Archer. Goes for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, The Yankees are minus 155, um, away favourites. Minnesota are the home puppy at plus 135. The total is set at eight. Um, Cortez is five and one with a 150 ERA. He's pitched 60 innings with 68 punches and a 0.87 whip. Wow. Um, Archer was 0-2. A 389 ERA started 10 games, 39 and a third pitched, 32 K's and a 135 whip. Um, Cortez has been um, uh, magnificent, is the word I've written yeah. down. Um, that 60 innings pitched is split entirely evenly 30 at home, 30 on the road. He's got a 150 ERA, uh, both. So, I mean, it's it's been great, but it's been consistent as well. Um, I mean, there's nothing much else to add. He's he's a real fan favorite there, and he's just been he's the best pitcher in that um, in that rotation. Although Garrett Cole's underlying numbers I saw today um, are I'm, I've, I've faded Cole the last couple of weeks. I think I might have to get back on the Cole train. There's a lot of signs that he's going to be really good the next few starts. Um, but yeah, Cortez has been outstanding. Um, Chris Archer's been having a quietly successful season. They've they've treated him with kid gloves. He's been wrapped in cotton wool. Um, his last start was the first time that he got out of the fourth inning. He went five innings um, and only gave up one and run against Detroit. Um, he's only given up two uh, over two runs once this season in those 10 games started. Yes, there's been um, short starts. Um, but what that tells me is that I'm happy to take a first five under here. Uh, Archer's been going along early, really well. And Cortez has been absolutely lights out. So, yeah, I'll take this. This will be nothing, nothing through five. Give me your first five under, Muna.
1: It's crazy that you mentioned that he's, uh, Cortez has uh, 30 innings on the road and 30 innings uh, at home. His ERA, 1.5 at home, 1.5 uh, on the road. Yeah. He's and, bulletproof. Yeah, he's been real consistent. I don't think I'm I'm, I'm not picking against Nestor Cortez here. I'm going to give me the Yankees here. Uh, I think that, I think there's a possibility where the uh, Twins, or sorry, the Yankees can you know get a couple runs uh, early against the uh, against Chris Archer, and then you know Nestor Cortez cruises through the rest of the game. I mean, he's been going deep uh, into some of these games for the um, for the New York Yankees. I'm trying to actually pull up his uh, exact game log here. Um, last his last start, he went seven innings. Uh, Start before that against the Tampa Bay Rays, eight innings. He had five innings against the White Sox, but then again against the White Sox. He had eight innings prior to that. Texas Rangers, seven and a third. So absolutely been solid for this uh, Yankees team. I would I would entertain a run line for the Yankees here as well at minus one and a half at plus one ten. So I'm all over the Yankees here, Malcolm.
0: eight Easton first pitches. The LA Dodgers at the Chicago White Sox. Tony Gonsolin, um, is on the mound for the L.A. Dodgers. And Johnny Cueto uh, goes for the Chicago White Sox. The Dodgers are minus 165. Uh, it's another home dog here. The White Sox are plus 145. The total is eight and a half. i uh, have you noticed I've got a
1: Chicago White Sox T-shirt on? I was trying to figure that out because it looked very familiar to me there. So it is, so you are confirming it is a Chicago White Sox T-shirt. Okay. Now, my question yeah, to you is where, where did you get that from?
0: Well, it's one of those things. You know, you might have done this. If you tell someone that you're interested in something, uh-huh. um, So they, they will then start buying you things for your birthday and Christmas. So the in-laws... Like, obviously, I've told them once idly that um, I quite like baseball. So now I now get a little birthday card with a baseball man on it. I get a Christmas card with a baseball man on it. And this was a present uh, from them. And where they found it, I have no idea. Where you would find it, Chicago White Sox State, in kind of the shops that my in-laws would re- frequent, I've got no idea. But, yeah, I don't mind it. It's quite uh, it's
1: quite funky. Yeah, you're, uh, you're a sports I guess your American sports team uh, apparel is starting to grow by the day here because I know you it have that, the Chargers jersey as well. But, um,
0: I'm at LA Galaxy jersey as well, so I've now got yeah. three,
1: three separate you. sports. There you go. Um, yeah, Johnny Quaid, I'll start with him here for the White Sox. 0-2 so far this season, uh, 2.92 ERA with a whip of 1.26. Last two starts have been a little um, – underwhelming i guess i can say he's gone six innings in every single one of his starts so far here malcolm three of his four uh starts have actually been on the road but last two starts he gave up five earned runs to the chicago cubs in six and two thirds and then he gave up three earned runs in six innings to the toronto blue jays Other than that you know he's he's been pretty solid i i can't uh, uh fault the guy for how he's kind of responded here but the era is at 6.75 at home uh, like I mentioned, uh, 0-1 so far at home, um with a whip of 1.8. And then on the on the mound uh, for the Dodgers, it is going to be Tony Gonsolin, who's been absolutely fantastic for them. He's a perfect 6-0 so far this season. 1.59 ERA, a whip below one. Hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in any of his appearances so far this season. His last four starts, he's gone exactly six innings in every single one of those games. Um, he's allowed a total of five earned runs in 24 innings pitch over his last four starts. So I think that success might continue here for, uh, Tony Gonsolin. I know his ERA is a little bit higher at 2.25 on the road here, but, um, but his strikeout rates are a lot higher on the road as well. So I think this Dodgers offense can get to Johnny Cueto here a little bit. Um, I'm going to back the Dodgers here. Give me the Dodgers run line in this game. Um, with Tony Gonsolin on the mound.
0: Uh, exactly the same pick, Moonaf, I have written down LA Dodgers run line at minus 110. Um, Queto kind of surprised everyone with how he started. And then that's starting to wear off a little bit, giving up eight runs in his last two starts. And I feel like I owe Tony Gonsolin a pick. Um, I've been kind of fading waiting for something to go wrong. And it's just not been. Uh, 6-0, 159 ERA. It's everything you need to know. So um, as much as... Um, These two teams on paper should be relatively closely matched uh, at present. They're not. uh, So, yeah, Dodgers run line minus 110 is my pick. And 8-10 Eastern first pitch is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Aaron Nola uh, goes for the Phillies. And Adrian Hauser goes for the Brewers. Uh, The lines are Milwaukee plus 110. Slight underdogs. Philly minus 130. The total is at
1: eight. Uh, Moon off. This is all you, Philly at Milwaukee. Yeah, Aaron Ola on the mound for the Phillies, like you mentioned. 3.92 ERA. The whip is below one, which kind of just tells you he's prone to giving up home runs, I guess. But he's been pretty solid uh, on the road so far. 3.38 ERA, uh, whip of 1.09. Adrian Hauser on the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers, three point five one ERA, home ERA, one point nine five with a one point two three WHIP. He struggles on the road, but this is going to be a home start for uh, Adrian Hauser. Now Aaron Nola, he's faced the uh, Brewers, uh, I mean all throughout his career as a as a Phillies pitcher. And I think the one thing that kind of stuck out to me is Aaron Nola on the road against the Brewers. He has a one and one record with a four point zero three ERA and and that's in four appearances but at home Aaron Nola has been really good for the phillies um against the brewers where he's three and zero with a 1.55 era but again like i mentioned starting on the road here um i i, I kind of want to take the brewers here malcolm i think that again hauser has been solid at home for the brewers i mentioned Aaron Nola has struggled in his career or throughout his career on the road again especially against his brewers team so um I, I think this is a good spot to take the brewers here i think they are should be at a plus price here yeah plus 110 uh i'll take the brewers here give me the home puppy here plus 110 uh against the phillies and arenola uh
0: yeah this was a really tight game this is one of those where all the lines looked right um, mm-hmm. um two teams so we're going along okay um philly have won four on the spin uh the Bruce are on a bit of a, a losing streak, actually. They have lost three in a row, uh, but they still lead that division um, by half a game. I took the over on this. I just thought that either pitcher or either offense um, could, uh, could blow up here. Um, I think, do you know what's going to happen here, Moon? If I'm going to take the line at eight, it's going to be a push. Uh, so I'm tipping and pushing. This is going to finish five to three to someone. Yeah. Uh, so if you can find a seven and a half, take the over, because uh, yeah, I'm going to take the over um, eight. And unless it finishes four, four and we we win in extras, uh, that might be what will happen. So yeah, I'm giving you the correct score there as well. Uh, but yeah, I just thought um, both teams have been scoring runs. Like we, we talked at the top of the show that Philly had this, had this little spark. Um, they put up double figures a couple of times uh, recently against not bad sides. Okay. Uh, and um, the, yeah, the Brewers, as well got got some players who can hit some bombs that you say Nola can be uh prone to the to the home run so let us um take a little bit of a punt and we'll go with the over uh 938 eastern first pitch um is the Boston Red Sox at the LA Angels uh the managerless LA Angels <laughs> um Nathan Yavaldi uh, gets the start for Boston now then the Angels have had shenanigans with their pitchers. I um, handicapped this this afternoon, five or six hours ago, and Shohei Ohtani, uh was on the mound. Um, and he's now disappeared. You had Reed Detmes going tomorrow. He has also disappeared. Um, so I don't really know what to tell you. I've got no lines at all um, either, unless you can drag any up moon enough. But we checked just before we started recording and there was nothing to see. Um, I can tell you a little bit about Yvaldi. Mm-hmm. Uh, three and two. A three forty-one ERA, uh, eleven games started, sixty-three and a third, sixty-seven Ks, and a one oh nine whip. Um, as it happens, the pick, uh, one of the picks I wrote down here, would be a K prop on Nathan Ivaldi. So that doesn't change with the Angels' picture. Actually, uh, Angels are one of the sides in MLB. I know they were second uh, who strike out the most. Um, and Ivaldi can, um, go and get you ten punches if you want. So like I say, sixty-seven Ks and sixty-three. So he's over. He's over one uh, one strikeout per per inning pitch. So uh, maybe Ivaldi, if you can see a strikeout prop of six and a half, maybe seven, something like that. I think Ivaldi could get those keys tomorrow. Uh, but apart from that, I've nothing to add to this one. Do you have anything else on Boston at the Angels, Munaf?
1: Ivaldi uh, had two starts last season against the uh, LA Angels and he got roughed up a little bit. Ten and two thirds in combined. Uh, gave up uh, nine earned runs in that span uh, to the uh, Angels. So... If they don't, I, I think if the offense doesn't break out tonight uh, for the Angels, I, I think tomorrow might be the spot, Malcolm, against Nathan Navaldi because he has struggled uh, against this uh, Angels team in the past, and I'm kind of trying to pull up his numbers. Um, he's been solid on the road for the uh, Boston Red Sox at 2.48 ERA with a WHIP of 0.85. But um, again, it, it's just one of those things that you know we talked about at the top of the show that you know a manager gets fired or relieved of his duties. And that kind of sparks a team. And we saw that with the Phillies, like I mentioned at the top of the show. So I think this might be a spot, maybe not on Tuesday night uh, against the Boston Red Sox team, but I think on Wednesday against uh, Nathan Ovaldi, where they do have good success against him dating back to last season, where I think that the offense can break out. So I'll leave with the angels on um, for the Wednesday game, uh, I think, again, uh, maybe look at the Angels team total as well against Nathan Evaldi.
0: Um I so saw, Dave, the sports Sportsweek Consig tweeting earlier on that uh, so for last night's game, the Angels have come in on that 11-game skid. Um, Boston had won four in a row, were relatively hot. The Angels are priced at minus 130. I mean, I don't know another sport where a team would come in on an 11-game skid, uh, get priced up at minus 130 and then got turned over again. Boston is the... Uh, is the dogs um, mm-hmm. go in and do it. I mean, it was another one of those nobody-knows-shit moments uh, that Dave's so fond of, and he was absolutely right. So uh, we'll see how the rest of that series shakes out. A penultimate game is the 9.40 Eastern first pitch. The New York Mets at the San Diego Padres. Chris Bassett goes for the Mets, and Sean Menaya gets the start for the Padres. Lines are the Mets are even money. The San Diego Padres are slight favorites at minus 120. The total is set at seven. Uh, Moon, after you've got this one for us. Uh, Bassett at Menaya is a nice-looking pitching matchup.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Chris Bassett, uh, four and three so far this year. A 3.74 ERA, a whip of 1.17. Uh, pretty consistent both at home and on the road. He has a slightly, very slightly higher ERA on the road at 3.86 with a whip of 1.18. Um, and then, like you mentioned, Sean Manaya on the mound for the San Diego Padres. 3.77 ERA overall, but he has struggled at home. Um, 5.01 ERA with a whip of 1.37 for Minaya. Uh Last start for the uh, Mets and Chris Bassett. He did face the Dodgers. He did go six innings in that game. Gave up three earned runs, two home runs uh, to the Dodgers um, against the Phillies. Uh, previous to that, he had a solid outing where he went six shutout innings, sorry, six innings. He gave up one earned run in that span, but um, did get roughed up against the San Francisco Giants prior to that. But other than that, he's been pretty solid for this New York Mets uh, pitching staff. And they really needed him, especially with all the injuries that they are dealing with. But Minaya, um, three of his last four starts have actually been on the road. Um, He, his last home start was on May 27th against the Pittsburgh Pirates, where he did go seven innings, gave up three earned runs in that game. Um, so I think that, you know, it might be a little refreshing for him to be back at home. He's pitched a total of 23 and, one, uh, 23 and one-thirds innings at home where he's one and two in that span. Uh, the walks are a lot higher where he's averaging about three and a half per nine innings. Um, I'm going to lean with the Mets here, Malcolm. I think that, you know, the offense can get to Manaya here, a left-handed pitcher. You know, they've had some success against left-handed pitching. They put up a, I think it was a nine spot yesterday against this uh, San Diego Padres team on Monday night. Uh, But I I think this might be a spot where Chris Bassett can really contain the bats of the uh, San Diego Padres. I'll go with the Mets here on the money line, uh, possibly looking at their team total here as well.
0: Yeah. You have two pitches here with incredibly similar records. um, And that's led to um, similar lines. Yeah. from the books, plus 100, minus 120. Uh, so at this point, we're asking how you split them. Well, I'll tell you how you split them. Uh, the Mets are the Mets keep winning. They've won three in a row, eight yeah. and two, in their last 10. Uh, the Padres uh, are four and six in their last 10. And the the Padres' home record isn't that good, 13 and 11. Uh, the Mets' road record is 19 and 11. Uh, so that's enough for me. I saw a plus 110 earlier on. Um, with the Mets so I took a little bit of that uh, back down to even money now uh but yeah pretty pretty straightforward pick for me um better team with a better record I'll take the Mets um in this position uh the last game of the card uh, that we have to handicap is the 945 eastern first pitch between the Colorado Rockies and the San Francisco Giants Antonio Senzatella uh, goes for the Rockies and Alex Wood Goes for the Giants, uh, who are a minus 180 uh, favourite Colorado, plus 155. The total is set at eight. Um, I think you part-handicapped Senzatella uh, last night, Moon off, we had a bit of uh, confusion whether it was him or her man Marquez going for Colorado. So uh, Senzatella does go
1: tomorrow night and he takes on Alex Wood. So what have you got? Yeah, both of these pitchers are really struggling here, Malcolm, uh, to say the least. Uh, Sensatello, we talked about it yesterday. Overall, ERA of 5.40 with a whip of 1.97. That ERA inflates to 10 and a uh, 10.38 on the road with a whip of 2.19 for Sensatella. Um, Just has not really found his form so far this season for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, his last start was against the Miami Marlins at home where he got lit up for 13 hits in just five and a third inning gave up six earned runs he did face he has already faced this san francisco uh giants team twice back on may 10th and may 16th one was in san francisco the other one was at home the one in san francisco he only lasted three and two thirds inning in that game gave up seven hits five earned runs in that span he's allowed uh at least five earned runs in both of his road starts so far this season which was against the tigers and the giants um, I think he's going to continue to struggle here, Malcolm, uh, against his giants team. I'll get to Alex wood here real quick as well. Uh, Alex wood, he's three and five so far on the season, 4.66 ERA. Uh, his home ERA so far has been a 6.11 with a whip of 1.92, 17 and two thirds innings pitched at home one and two on the season. His last start at home was against the Padres back on May 22nd, where he got roughed up for five earned runs just in three innings. Uh, he did have a good start at home against his Colorado Rockies team, where he did go five and a third, seven hits, but no earned runs allowed uh, in that span at home. Um, so, again, uh, hate to use herky-jerky, but you know it seems like that. <laughs> both of these uh, pitchers have kind of, been the epitome of that so i'm gonna lead with the over here in this game malcolm i think this might be a game where the giants could put up another six seven runs on their own and colorado rockies can contribute at least probably two or three runs at eight with the uh, with that with an over eight at minus 105 i'm gonna go with that with the play on the over in this game between the rockies and the giants i think that number is a little conservative
0: so you've debuted herky jerky and now he's doubled (laughs) down on herky jerky uh (laughs) This was, um, yeah, really easy. I think I condense all those words you just said into a straightforward over for me. Two struggling yeah. pitches, uh, two of offences who scored quite a lot of runs. Uh, eight seems like a really nice number. I think that's just uh, maybe the ballpark factor that's kept an extra half a run or even a full run off that total. Um, so, yeah, over eight um, for me um, was, a, was a fairly straightforward pick. Um, we will do our lock and dog Presently, after I have told you about IP Vanish, um, IP Vanish uh, protects you, um, all your private data, keeps it away from hackers, advertisers, uh, your ISP, and other priorities. Everyone at the SGPN uses IP Vanish uh, to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet uh, by encrypting 100% of your data. So, all your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and uh, everything else will be completely hidden and uh, prevented from falling into the wrong hands, especially a physical location. That's really important as well. Um, you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices. Uh, so, all computers, tablets, uh, Fire Stick, when you're streaming stuff, that's crucial. So, uh, IP Vanish are offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan. Um, with a 30-day money-back guarantee as well, which is the equivalent of getting nine months for free. Um, IP Vanish is super easy to use. Tap one button and you're instantly protected. Uh, so take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promo code SGP to claim that 70% saving, ipvanish.com SGP. Okay, Moonaf, a solid handicap. Of a fifteen-game MLB slate, uh, we are now going to narrow it down to the best lock and dog picks. Um, you can lead us off, Big Bad. What have you
1: got? All right. So let's see. For my lock, I'm going to go with the. I'm going to go with the over eight in that Rockies and the Giants game. Uh, we just talked about it. I think that again with the struggles of Sensatella. Uh, on the road and and Giants uh, pitcher Alex Wood with a little bit of struggles at home. I think that number eight is a little conservative. So give me the over eight minus 105 against uh, – sorry, for both of these teams as my lock. And then for my dog, I'm going to go with the Yankees a run line minus 1.5 plus 110 with Nestor Cortez on the mound against the Minnesota Tims. We talked about if we looked up uh, consistency right now in the dictionary, I think we would probably see Nestor Cortez's name right uh, next to that word we talked about his era is 1.5 at home 1.5 on the road he has 30 innings pitched on the home 30 innings pitched um uh on the road he's a second favorite for a reason in the cy young race in the american league and again uh he's been lights out for this team i'm gonna back him here give me the minus one and a half plus 110 uh on the run line as my dog for the wednesday schedule malcolm okay
0: i like those picks uh I was just going to ask if I could have a plus 100 pick as my dog, but um, I'm just going to allow it here because I'm in charge. Um, (laughs) But also because I'm going to take a plus 100 as my lock. So I think two plus 100 picks. And when I picked the dog, it was uh, plus 110 earlier on as well. So I got a plus 110, uh, but it's round about uh, 100 as well. But uh, for my lock, I'm going to go back to the very first game uh, that we handicapped. The first game of the day, actually. Uh, So get on early to the early afternoon game, which is Detroit, uh, a plus 100 on the money line to beat the Pittsburgh Pirates um, fado is consistent and it's as much a fade of Mitch Keller as anything else um, neither of these teams are great um, but you just can't take Keller even a little bit uh, and I think plus 100 is a perfectly reasonable price uh, behind Alex fado there um and for my dog um, I'm gonna take the Mets Um Again, even money or plus 110 if you can find it. Um, For the reasons I just gave a few minutes ago, uh, they keep winning. Uh, They've got a great record on the road. There's nothing to split the two pitches. uh, The Mets are finding all different ways of winning as well. Uh, They've won low scoring games. They've won from the front. Um, They've been fun to watch. Um, Eduardo Escobar hit for the cycle last night. Uh, They've been able to come from behind, which is something the Mets traditionally haven't been able uh, to do. So, yeah, um, I thought they were were a fun price uh, to keep on rolling. Um, possibly the the best team in baseball at the moment. So, yeah, Uh, the Tigers as my luck and the Mets as my dog. Uh, And, Moonaf, we have done it. Um, What happened in the basketball last night?
1: Uh, Basketball, no, it doesn't go off till tomorrow night. So uh, Ah. there's been a lot of off days between these games, which it kind of drags out for us. But, um, yeah, we're back in action tomorrow night for game three.
0: Okay. Uh, So look out for the Belmont um, stakes picks uh, on the SGPN there will be articles and I'm going to join Ryan um, and Sean and the Wolf of Lone, uh Chase as well uh, we'll be getting a, a Belmont Stakes podcast out uh, on Thursday or Friday uh, to give you a steer uh, towards that race in New York over the weekend so as always loads of stuff going on um, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network download the app you won't miss anything um, and continue to like rate review um, we do appreciate all of that uh thank you very much Moonaf. it's been a pleasure to have
1: the ogs on the show yes sir it was a lot of fun um one thing when you do that uh preview with sean and ron you have to throw in herky jerky in there some way
0: uh, okay i'll have a go at throwing. <laughs> yeah i want to see their response because i've got a feeling you've made that up completely
1: <laughs> yeah let's see i want to see if they get a reaction out of them i'll try to tune no, in right. for when y'all do the show
0: Uh, Yeah, I'll get a couple of herky-jerky horses uh, mentioned in there. (laughs) Um, Okay, we'll be back tomorrow. Good luck with all your picks. Uh, We will be back on the MLB Gambling Podcast. uh, But for now, we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.